Welcome to the Feel Good Thoughts Podcast with Joey Tatunji. Feel inspired, feel empowered, and feel confident with your daily dose of feel-good thoughts. Discover self-love solutions with a holistic health approach to living. This podcast is for anyone who wants to live a feel-good life. So if that's you, then stay tuned. Welcome back to the Feel Good Thoughts podcast. Today, I am really excited to be sharing with you possibly one of the most energetic, positive people that I know, someone who's a motivational speaker. He's spoken to over 300,000 people in over seven countries, has been featured in the USA Today and New York Times, been Australian, Young Australian of the Year, and is the author of Bounce forward, but just really someone I know who's an overall inspiring individual, and I am here with Sam Cawthorn. So welcome, Sam. Hey, hey, good to see you, Joey, and pumped to be on the show. Sam, I love that we have you joining us this morning on the Feel Good Thoughts podcast because, you know, you're a real inspiring person that I met not too long ago at Awesomeness Fest and, you know, we are sitting there in a coffee shop and um, here we were, a couple of Aussies on the other side of the world and we managed to meet each other in a cafe. Fancy that. I think it was more (laughs) of a bar, wasn't it? (laughs) No, we're having coffee. Anyway, when I met Sam, the very first moment I met him, he just had this incredible energy. And I really wanted you on the show today to share us about your message, which is bounce forward. And uh, I don't want to give too much away, but first of all, can you share with us what inspired you to write your book titled Bounce Forward? and uh, just have this message. Yeah. Well, well, look, I was actually, uh, I grew up in Tasmania and in this job that I had with the Australian government, I had this major car accident. And in this car accident, um, I was actually pronounced dead. And then when I woke up from being on life support after being obviously resuscitated, I found that I only had one arm and one good, good leg. So now I was living with a disability. And transitioning through that, it was quite difficult to say the least. But I think one of the biggest things for me was when my entire rehabilitation team, when they were trying to bounce me back to that same job, same environment after having a crisis, I realized that something had changed, not only physically, but also emotionally, mentally, even spiritually. So I was no longer focused on going back, bouncing back from that crisis that I had. I was more around learning from that crisis and bouncing forward into what I could become. So since then, you know, I didn't go back to my same job. I went on and started to share my story. Uh, And I suppose the rest is history. I've now written six books, all specifically around Bounce Forward. And, you know, I'm a living and breathing embodiment of my message to help people through crisis or tough times and not go back, but learn from that and bounce forward. Wow. I mean, such powerful stuff there, Sam, what you share with us. And it's true. You really are a person who walks the talk. And I know I'm reading Sam's book at the moment, and there's a particular section in there where you talk about crisis creates opportunity. And, you know, you think about when crisis arises, and I can't even imagine what you went through and the emotions that you felt after your car accident. But to have such a strong thought of bouncing forward, not bouncing back, (laughs) bouncing forward, And you think, you know, sometimes in crisis, it could create chaos. It could create this sense of being stuck almost. And having that strong representation of courage to overcome the crisis by creating opportunity, you know, that there is really something that I've read so far in your book and just thought, that's powerful. 
Yeah, I suppose it's looking at crisis in a whole different light. For me, I actually say turn your frustrations or your problems or your adversity, turn those into a crisis. Because when we're in a crisis, our biology links so much pain to it that says we must get ourselves out of it. So if you want change, if you want to change things for the better, you better start looking at things um, from a crisis lens rather than just a problem or an issue. Because when you're in a crisis, you want to get yourself out of it. You want to do something about it. So if you look at all crises that have happened all throughout the world, at that moment, it's very difficult. But that crisis has ignited some of the greatest of growth periods in our life. And that's really true, isn't it? I mean, a lot of the lessons that I know I've learned have really stemmed from a crisis or something that's really impacted in my life. But to be able to bounce forward and take the lesson, that's where the growth really shines. And you know what? Like something I love about Sam is whenever I call him, he always says, I say, hi, Sam, how are you doing? I'm amazing <laughs> every time. And I love it because, you know, you really do live at this positive vibration of life. You know, you really live with that. Now, I wonder if you can share with us because it's the beginning of a new year and Sam and I were sitting down chatting just after, no, just before the new year. And, yeah. you, and you said to me, Joey, um, what's your word for this year? And I said to him, what do you mean what's my word? And you really got my mind thinking and Sam's gonna share a little bit more about choosing a word this year that's really going to ground you, but also a word which is going to help you when crisis arises or it be that word which will really bring you back to being centered, maybe when your focus goes a little bit off track throughout the year. And uh, I really thought about this and I came up with my word yeah. and then I actually did a bit of a ripple effect. I thought, you know what? I wanna share this with my team. So I asked my team to choose a word. So now I actually have everyone in my team who has a word, only which has stemmed from our conversation. So I really wanted right. to share this with everyone listening today because this here can really help you as the new year starts, you know, we can set these resolutions, but what's the difference between having like this grounded word and just having a resolution? Yeah, I, th I think we've all heard of, you know, having New Year's resolutions. And look, the bottom line is this, is that re New Year's resolutions rarely work. You know, two, three weeks after the new year, we, we get back into the same system or the same stuff that what we had the year before. So I realized that New Year's resolutions, they simply don't work. So instead of having resolutions, we looked at what, what, what would it look like if you had one word for the year, like a theme, like this theme, this word that we can go deep in, that we can learn from, that we can grow into? What is this one word that you would like to learn more about that, you, that can be transferable in both your personal and also your professional life? So last year, my word was favour. And I don't know if you've heard of this word much before, but it's about, but about carrying this supernatural presence of favour. So get this right. Whenever I was driving up the street and I needed a car park, I just thought about my word and suddenly a parking spot arose. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy, but, but there was a whole heap of other things as well, like um, we needed an office and we actually got an office given to us in the middle of the CBD for over six months and it was an amazing space. Wow. And this guy gave it to us for free. Uh, I've got another family who owns this amazing yacht up there in the Whit Sundays and they mm -hmm. just gave it to us for the whole of Easter. Uh, me and my family. So I believe that last year I was carrying this favour that things just simply happened that was, some of it was even supernatural. So this year, my word this year is conviction. So I'm going to look at every aspect of my life and where, where do I need to be convicted in, whether it's in my marriage or my 
or my personal life or maybe even in my professional life. And so I want to encourage everyone to, to think, what is your theme? What is your word for this year that you can learn from, that you can grow from, that you can go deep into? Something that, you know, maybe you've been frustrated about and this is your year to see change in this area. So, yeah, it's about having a theme, about having one word for the year. And so our entire team do it. Um, my, my kids do it. My wife does it. Our entire proximity all does it as well. And so it's a, it's a great way of just simply looking at the start of a year in a whole new light. I love that because you really have a holistic health approach to this word. It's not something you've kind of dedicated straight to just the workplace. Yeah. But you've mentioned that you shared it with your wife and you've shared it with your kids. And that's the thing, when you can get everyone around you that you love in your circle to share that word, it really helps you with manifesting it. Like yeah. you said yesterday, it sound, um, sorry, last year, it sounded like things were working in your favor. Yeah. You know, it's like in my favor that yacht just popped up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It is very much so. It's a manifestation for sure. When, when, you, when you put out to the universe that this is your theme, that this is your word, the universe will serve that. And you know, I'm such a firm believer in actually putting things out there and allowing the universe to serve that. Sam, thanks for sharing that with us. I want you now to also share a little bit more. You're a speaker, so you speak on stage. Now you're obviously keynote. I know you're speaking, you've spoken globally. I heard you speak at Awesomeness Fest and you're just amazing, really talking about how to actually become a speaker. So what's the life like of a speaker? <laughs> actually, that um, your intro, Joey. Um, it was actually an intro from about three years ago. As of today, we've now spoken in thirty-six countries, and we've Ooh. reached around one point five million people in live events. So, so it is crazy. My record to date is fifty-six flights in one month. Wow! And just this month alone, here in January. I'm doing four international flights and about uh, about 15 to 18 domestic flights. So the travel is intense, but there's no greater feeling on the planet when you're on stage, you're sharing a message, you're delivering a story, you're, you're transforming people's lives. They stand up at the end, they give you that standing ovation, and you know that you're living your purpose when you're on stage and you're giving value and you're serving those audience. So. It, it, it's been a very interesting journey of discovery in my own life, in embracing my own disability and my own life story, but now realizing that my story is no longer mine to own. Mm. My story is no longer mine to own. It's now my story is there to inspire other, other people in their journey. Because the bottom line is this, is that there are people out there right now that have not overcome the things that you've overcome. There are people out there right now that do not know the expertise that you know. So don't be so selfish. Get your story, get your message out there because there are people that are hungry for your message. It's so true, isn't it? And extremely inspiring there. Uh, I guess from what you've said, are you really living in your personal power of living your truth and your story? Yeah. Because when you do live your truth and you do live your story and you're able to share, it's amazing how, look at that, over three years, how many more people you've impacted, just one person. Yeah. And you have impacted millions of people globally with yep. your story. And to finish up today, from all of your experience and everything that you've you've been through, you know, you've bounced forward, and now you obviously share your message. What's just one feel-good thought that you could share with listeners today? Okay, so imagine this: 
I'm lying there in the hospital room, tears are just running down my face, realizing that I've only got one arm and one leg. My daughter, she's four years old, she runs into the hospital room, I sat up in my bed, tears are rolling down my face and she looked at me and she goes, Daddy, Daddy, did you lose your arm? And I said, yes, I lost my arm. And she goes, Daddy, 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 Daddy. And the doctors, the, you know, um, they couldn't find it anywhere. But then right then and there, I then realized that I need to be grateful. I still have one arm and one good leg. I still have breath that I'm breathing in. I have food in the fridge and I have wallet and I have money in my wallet. I have kids that love me and amazing family that supports me. The greatest gift that I've been given is the gift of gratefulness. For me to just simply be thankful for the little things that I have in my life, whether it's food, whether it's clothes, whether it's air, whether it's friends. And I believe it is difficult for gratefulness and depression to coexist. So if you're feeling tough, if you're feeling hard done by, if you're feeling that, you know, a little bit sad, anxiety, depressed, sad, or whatever that might be, my encouragement to you is, what can you be thankful for today? Wow, I just love that. And, you know, the gift of gratefulness, and I'm feeling extremely grateful to be able to share this space and this podcast with you, Sam. So thank you so much for today, for sharing these beautiful powerful thoughts feel good thoughts about bouncing forward and the real key message i just got out of it right now was the gift of gratitude so thanks again sam have the most awesome day everyone and remember until next time sending you lots of love light and happiness see ya see ya remember as feel good joey says choose positivity and live at a high frequency of love Go to feelgoodjoey.com for more inspiration.